the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hour two, Backbone Radio, July 24th. Yeah, 24th, 2022. The days are flying by so fast. You know, father of four kiddos. I'm on the run and like, what day is it? Or as my sister used to say when she was a little baby, what today is it? (laughs) July 24th. Still raining? Is it still raining, Javier? It still kind of looks wet out there. I don't know. Um, I don't see raindrops, so maybe it just settled down a little bit. At any rate, yeah, lines are full. Let's just keep on talking to everybody. Let me just work in two quick points. Apparently, Trump potentially running again in 2024 is a is a big issue on people's minds. And again, over at Axios.com, which is a leftist website, Jonathan Swan, it's better than some, but it's still, you know, hack propaganda. Anyway, Trump, uh, there's there's two big, long essays about what Trump uh, might do if he runs for a second term, what his agenda might be. And um, here's the article from July 22nd, a radical plan for Trump's second term. And this is music to my ears, I got to tell you. Former President Trump's top allies are preparing to radically reshape the federal government if he is reelected purging potentially thousands of civil servants and filling career posts with loyalists to him and his America First ideology, people involved in the discussions tell Axios. And this would include unelected bureaucrats in the Environmental Protection Agency, the Internal Revenue Service, the Justice Department, the FBI, and other areas of National Security, Intelligence, State Department, and the Pentagon. And I'll tell you what, I read that and I'm like, yes, yes, amen. We are being ruled by a bunch of complete psychotic losers that are in unelected positions in our government. They are destroying this country. Like I said, Most everybody listening to this radio program is right now walking around with the thoughts in their head that America is dying. America is just going down the tubes. We've lost this country. The republic is going down. Biden is, of course, helping destroy it. But it's not just Biden. Of course, it's the people behind him. It's the ruling class. It's the elites. It's the deep state. It's the unelected bureaucrats. This country is dying. And it's not politics as usual. It's not like, well, let's try to find somebody that gets the unaffiliated and the women in the suburbs and let's try to let's try to do that so we can win to get some rhino type in there who will like maybe incrementally move the needle on a couple of little tiny issues and then maybe no, we're not playing that game anymore. This place is dying. Does that make sense? How are we going to save this place? And I would like to see some other candidates show up and like, you know, come up with some ideas on how they're going to save this country, which, as I keep saying, is dying. And in the back of your mind, you know it. Anyway, that is very exciting. And I'll tell you what, that would just be music to my ears to see an anti-deep state, anti-bureaucrat campaign. And even Julie Kelly over at American Greatness says that Trump is on a very, very solid footing in 2024 
compared to 2016 and 2020 to say that he wants to take on the swamp because, man, we know what that swamp is. We know how vicious and how sick those people are and how they despise us. They despise the heartland. They despise the people. They're anti-people at any rate. But they've got their propaganda, and I'm amazed at how many people sit around being afraid of the propaganda. Oh, no, they're going to say bad things about Trump if he runs again. They're going to say bad things about any Republican who runs for any office in this country. It'll be extreme no matter who it is. Do we understand that at this point? Please digest that point and process it for those of you that don't quite have that internalized yet. And you do have to make sure that you are fearless when it comes to propaganda. Don't let any of it in and know, know, know that it could be rolled over. You don't know that you just, you just plow right through it. That's how you deal with propaganda. But it is insidious. Man, everywhere you turn, we get bathed in the propaganda. I mean, constantly. The other day, there I am. I'm watching a Ninja Warrior who's done by a guy who I went to high school with. Yeah. He runs that show. And we get these little propaganda installments when we're trying to watch Ninja Warrior. I never watched TV. Somehow my kids had it on it. They very seldom watch TV, but we had that on. I feel guilty about ever having the TV on. <laughs> but, you know, every, you watch Ninja Warrior. You get propaganda. You get, you know, the little news breaks. You get all the propaganda there. It's the establishment narrative constantly pounded into us. And we, we, good pe- we want to feel good about ourselves. We want to think like we are good people. We want to think that, you know... We are decent and noble people, and we want the right things, and we don't want those bad things. We don't want to have bad people in there. We don't want to have bad things going on. We want to feel good about ourselves. And the propaganda is so good at brainwashing us and making us feel like we have to go completely against our own self-interest to vote for stuff and get people into office who are going to only hasten the demise of this country. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Anyway, somehow I got on that, and uh, all kinds of unplanned monologues are happening this evening, and why don't we just start saying hello to people on the phone lines, and you know what, because I went too long, if you could hang on on the full lines, and I apologize, we'll start right when this break ends, let me get one thing in about Bannon. Steve Bannon gets uh, one guilty count from, a, of course, corrupt D.C. jury, all leftist jury, that uh, for contempt of Congress, and Eric Holder had the same thing, uh, the wingman for Barack Obama, and Lois Lerner from the IRS had the same thing. Nothing ever happened to those people, but they're going to actually go third world and go after Bannon because he did not show up to testify at the January 6th Propaganda Commission. Yeah, um, they're going after Peter Navarro, one of the all-time greats, one of the guys that could help save this economy, who understands China, the menace of China through and through, and who we've interviewed on this program, Peter Navarro, an amazing dude. See, that's how they play games. The deep state, the establishment, they know that they are not beloved by the people, and so they have to address this threat, Donald Trump. They have to try to take him out with all this fraudulent impeachment and January 6th stuff. Then they have to... uh They have to get rid of people like Bannon and Navarro and scare anybody off who would ever want to work for Trump again. You see how that's that 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 is like last stage republic kind of stuff. That is like corrupt ruling class. They've lost the people. They hate the people kind of stuff. And these are the games they play. And you have got to be able to see through it. All of it. Don't be afraid of the propaganda. Now, Steve Bannon is not backing down an inch. He says 
and let's uh, let me. Where's my favorite clip? I've got a a whole bunch of them. Um, yeah, here's a. Let's do C and D. Here's first. He hits a Liz Cheney here pretty good. Tucker, this is where they're going. I mean, you document it better than anybody. But no, people have to understand. This is just one fight in an entire process, and that's why it's absolutely incumbent that Liz Cheney's defeated in a couple of weeks in Wyoming by the Republican Party and by conservatives and by MAGA. And then later, we've already got Kinzinger out. We've got another member of the committee I think is already retired. We've got to defeat Loria. But we must have a sweeping victory in the House. And then Republicans have to have the stones to put on a real hearing. And by the way, let the Democrats have a, a ranking member. Let them have a counsel and just get to it. If you look at what Darren Beatty's done on your show alone, it's outrageous what the public doesn't know about this. We, for the good of the system, this has to happen. And here's where he gets to the point of not backing down an inch. He supports Trump. He supports the Constitution. This is what we need, people who are fearless. And they're not going to buckle down to Adam Schiff, Liz Cheney, and mainstream media propaganda at the first drop of a hat. Here we go, Bannon. But in the meantime, you've just been convicted. I, I mean, if the... How do you feel about going to jail? Are you confident you would be safe there, for example? I, I, first off, if I go to jail, I go to jail. I will never back off a second. Look, I spent eight years as a naval officer. I've committed my life to this, pro to this program to get this done. I will never back off. I support Trump and the Constitution, and I'm not backing off one inch. If I go to jail, so be it. But look, we've got a long appeals process. Andy McCarthy did a great hit on Fox earlier today. We've got a long appeals process. I think the law is with us. Us on a number of, of, of situations. I think some of this is really going to be adjudicated, maybe even higher than the appellate courts. I, I'm very confident that we're 100% right on the law, but I'm going to fight this all the way. And this is not the only battle we're fighting. They're coming at us on every aspect. Look, they're trying to shut you down. They're trying to throw off Fox anchors. They're coming for everybody. And people have to understand, oh, right now, this is an ideological war, and we cannot lose. The, 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 the fate of the country is over the next couple of years. And if people just want to go on vacation and say, hey, I'll just let it get sorted out, that's fine. But there are just thousands and thousands and thousands of fighters out there to say we're not going to back down one inch and i'm not going to back down one inch at all not back down one inch steve bannon kudos kudos to bannon we need people like that there we go the front door is shut and the back door too honey now sings jillian welch love that twanging country tune and the front door and the back door and the side doors need to be shut to the propaganda we are bathing in. It's important, so important to set your minds free of it. CNN has this poll data, by the way. 1% say things are going very well in the country right now. 1% say the economy is very good. <laughs> 1%. We've gotten down to 1% say things are going really well in America right now. 1% say the economy is good. That's according to CNN. And uh, Election Wizard has that tweet, July 19th. And by the way, you want to talk about how great things are going in America. Look, look what L.A. police are advising you to don't wear anything flashy. Don't drive a fancy car. American crime wave in Los Angeles. The police are telling residents, do not wear nice jewelry. Don't drive fancy cars unless you want to get mugged. And the department issued an area safety bulletin over the disturbing trend of follow home robberies. The alert says, quote, be cautious of displaying high value property in public, such as purses, watches and jewelry, and that victims have also been targeted based on the type of vehicle they're driving. There we go. Biden's America. How are we liking it, folks? Yeah. How are we liking it? Let's get to the phone lines here. And um, I'm just going to go in order. And again, 
appreciate everybody hanging on. And let's talk to David first. David and Thornton, we're going to talk to everybody straight up here. David, how are you doing? Not too bad for an old man. Well, glad you're here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, every day uh, I look at my toes to make sure there's no tags tied to it when I wake up. <laughs> hey, you sound like a spring chicken to me, David. And I'm I'm 83 years old. Well, Matt, that's that's getting younger and younger every year, isn't it? <laughs> it doesn't feel like it, but I got to say something about Democrats and their wars. Yeah, they got a they got a war on Trump, a war on babies, a war on cops, a war on guns, a war on fossil fuels, but they don't have a war on crime. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. And you just heard that little report there. Uh, don't drive a fancy car. Don't wear anything flashy. You're, you're going to get mugged. You're going to get robbed. You're going to get somebody's going to follow you home and steal your stuff. By the way, you forgot Eric war on women. Like, what is this like men or women winning the like women's athletic competition? It's a war on women. It's a war on baby formula. <laughs> this is the Biden era. And if it weren't for all the propaganda floating the guy up, his approvals would be around one percent like the people that actually think the economy is doing well in this country, in my opinion. Yeah, you're right. And uh, I have a friend uh, that lives in, in a border town there in Texas, and they went to Mexico to buy some baby formula. And Lord and behold, they could save over $2 a gallon on gas. They could save money on their groceries. And he said it's worth that 30-minute trip. My goodness. Yeah, it's come to that. And I noticed that AMLO, the uh, president of Mexico, has said he's going to be helping out Texas with its energy needs, and it will help out America with its fossil fuel needs because Biden has made such a hash of it. We have to be helped out by Mexico. And it sounds like, yeah, your friends in the Texas border town have to go down to Mexico so they can avoid American inflation and maybe get some baby formula for their for their little ones, huh? That's that's what he told me, and I said, you know what? That uh, I said it was worth that trip to go get that baby formula because now you know that you can go over there and get your tank of gasoline and save over two dollars and fifty cents a gallon. My gosh, uh, Eric! Uh, I mean, uh, David, those are some really good vignettes, and I, I think you summarized the Biden administration with all the things that they're waging war on, and. It's just like waging war on America. America has, as we have known it, waging war on the American people, making the American people the domestic threat, which is what Liz Cheney is fundraising on. We've got a domestic threat right now, so they have to repurpose the American military and intelligence establishments to go after the American people. It's no longer terrorists abroad. But, David, let me say thank you so much for checking in. And, again, you, uh, you're you sounding younger and younger, so stay close with us, if you would, David. All the best. Let's say uh, let's say hello to Eric, Eric in Denver. Welcome to the program, Eric. Matt, you great American. How are you, young man? <laughs> oh, my oh I didn't know it was the great American here, but how are you, sir? I'm, I'm good now that your show's on. I was telling Boom Boom, poof, you know, everybody is all in anticipation, you know, oh. 4 o'clock when you're, you oh, know, backbone radio comes yeah. out. Yeah, tell you. You know, it's just insane that oh my god Matt I think that the whole world is waiting for President Donald J. Trump to say let's make 
the world great again. Because he did make America great again. That's the greatest man in the whole world to me. I love Donald Trump. Um, uh, and I hope when the uh, Republicans get into office, they could go after and start, you know, get a backbone. They should use, you know, your slogan, backbone. <laughs> Eric, if Trump were to run again in 2024 and he's dominating all the polls, he's dominating the straw polls, uh, would you be in with with Trump for 2024 or where, where do you come down right now? There's nobody else should run other than him. Period. Not even Liz and Cheney? I, not, not even oh. Nikki Haley? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know you are. I know you're being facetious. But if if I was the president, I would go after Chuck Schumer, Adam Schiff, and I would go after Maxine Waters, and I would go after all of, oh, my God, and then Ranskin, Ranskin, that one uh, half bald headed dude that always, you know, Oh yeah, uh, I can't. Ranskin. Oh, oh, something like that. Yeah, I, I can't quite place who you're talking about, but I think it's the the New York <laughs> congressman you're 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 mentioning. But um, yes. I, how how do you think, to, oh Eric? Eric, you talk but, to the to the your 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 friends at the barber shop. You mentioned that once in a while on air. Do you? How do you think they would they would go for a Trump 2024? They can hardly wait, uh, <laughs> Doctor Dunn. No, yeah. no kidding. I mean. And then it it looks like uh, the year is going so slow <laughs> because of what the, you know the fiasco, all the 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 dirty dog Democrats are so evil, and they're they can't get nothing done. But then they do so 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 much dangerous havoc at the same time. Yeah, they don't they don't love us at all. They're um, anti-people. They're anti-American people. They're America last, Eric, and somehow they're in power. And, and um, they got in because 78 million of us, I wrote down a note. I, I hate when uh, people say behind the mic, um, Matt, that the people don't know of this and that. 76, 78, 80 uh, million of us know exactly what's going on in this, you know, this country. Yep. It's just that we can't do a, a dang thing about it other than vote. And then when we did vote for the great Donald J. Trump, they cheated us out of that. And I, I'm going to tell you, Matt, I don't, I don't care. I'm going to say it anyway. That commentary that Peter Boyles had said about uh, Donald Trump being in the trash can and garbage or whatever it was, um, Kelly Michaels needs to cut that real fast and real quick. It's not good. And Peter Boyles is not a voice for the smart people in the state of Colorado. Well, and I think it's BS, Matt. Well, not, I said it. He yeah, didn't. Yeah, well, that doesn't need to be said. I mean, you bet. I said what I said. Go ahead. Well, okay. I don't think and it's fair. Here, here comes the, talk, okay, nobody yeah. can talk to Peter about that. Well, here, here comes the wall. And Eric, uh, obviously, I, you know, we want a broader range of viewpoints around here. And, and, uh, and thanks for adding yours to it, Great American. You stay close. The better half's coming on. Downtown Junior Brown bringing us in. And this is the midpoint.
of the program right here. The better half's coming on, but the first half was was pretty darn good. Man, we've had so many brilliant, amazing, phenomenal callers this evening. Some good debates, and I just love everybody, uh, even if sometimes we disagree a little bit. You know, we just we all want the same good stuff, but, you know, some people are more influenced by the propaganda, and that's one thing. You ask people like, okay, well, you have a negative opinion about Trump. Some people do. Yes, I've heard some people do. And specifically, why is that? What exactly did Trump do that made you um, upset? And they will maybe think around, they try to think of something, and it's like, what's the reason? And I almost guarantee you the reason is tied into some species of propaganda pumped out by the mainstream media. The Trump legacy, world peace. The guy deserves a couple of Nobel Peace Prizes. The Middle Eastern peace is still enduring, and even the Biden advisors are admitting that what Trump did in the Middle East has made life easier for the Biden people. Think of all the things with Korea, uh, North Korea, that Trump did, and go go down the long list of stuff. I've detailed these things over the years. Trump understood China, what a threat China is. Trump ran a really great, great, great economy, the golden Trump economy. Remember $1.79 gas? Remember those days? Remember American energy independence? Oh, do you remember those days? Do you remember the days when we had a secure border, when we had America first? Do you remember all that? Oh, that's good stuff. And again, Trump grew the party with Asians, with Hispanics, with African Americans, with minorities. And that's the kind of stuff that the rhinos will never be capable of doing and why they resent Trump forevermore for having grown the party, but yet threatened rhino establishment, G-O-P-E power. And by the way, some people say, well, he has got mean tweets. Yeah, well, look at Biden's tweets. The other day he's tweeting about ripping gas station owners. Mom and pops run gas stations, and there's Biden blaming our gas crisis problems on mom and pop gas station owners. Bill Biden has had far meaner tweets than Donald Trump. Joe Biden has had far bigger gaffes uh, than Trump, and he's insulted minorities. Go down Joe Biden's career. Oh, well, so what is the problem then? Let's say hello on the phone lines, and let's keep going, talk to everybody. Casper, uh, Casper Stockham, I presume. Welcome to the program. Dr. John, how are you, sir? Hey, thanks for hanging on a minute, and glad you're here. Yes. Um, hey, I wanted to say that the Republican Party here in Colorado is really out of sync with the Republican Party around the nation. I agree. Because we're very sick, sick here in Colorado. Yeah. yeah. A lot of the establishment, you know, they don't like Trump. And, and it's, it's really bizarre because even the people Trump hired didn't like Trump. I don't know why he hired those people because they were never Trumpers. Well, but, they're they're, they're uh, dishonest. The- they're deceitful. They'll say one thing, "Hey, let me in there. I'll I'll you know I'll I'll be your your uh, advocate, right?" Yeah. Um, and it's yeah. a limited pool to choose from again because they have to get confirmed by the Senate. And Mitch McConnell and the Rhinos wouldn't let Trump get the people he wanted for National Security Advisor and CIA and DOJ and all well, that. He barely got Barr in there because the Rhinos knew that Barr deep down would be a would be a deep state squish, which he was. Yeah. yeah, and that part is true because because uh, the people he had in at first, you know, they they got them out quickly, like Steve Bannon and um, um, Gorka, Sebastian Gorka. You know, they got them out quickly, and those are the ones that are really uh, big Trump supporters. But the but I'm talking about the uh, the rank and file Republicans here in Colorado. They yes. don't like Trump 
but they are out of sync with the rest of the nation. Yes. Because as you pointed out, his rallies are packed, his endorsements win 90-plus percent of the time. Yes. So he is still a major force He's 114 in the party. to 10 on his endorsements, 114 wins for his endorsements <laughs> and 10 losses. Tell me any yeah. anyone else that could do that. Nobody. It's the only endorsement that nope. matters in Republican politics right there and any politics at all. But, you, you know, you get exactly. a good point uh, that there is there is some kind of a sickness in the air in the Colorado Republican Party and the conservative movement. And there always has been here. And so I've, I'm kind of one of the few voices, I think, that is in sync <laughs> with the Republican voting base, frankly, even here in Colorado. And the rest of the nation, and you as well, Casper Stockham. Uh, somehow we've got like uh, roots and uh, our feet on the ground. Somehow, where you don't see much of that. I think we're just so demoralized in the state of Colorado that, uh, and there's no like really solid leadership figure or solid, solid big voice, you know, that uh, that can help set some kind of a tone there. It's a bummer. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And we keep fighting each other. Hey, I have an America First uh, corner candidate. I'd love to introduce you to um, maybe have you interview him on the radio. He's an awesome guy and he is definitely an America first type candidate. Uh, and what's, what's the name? Uh, His name is Ron Burchard. Ron Burchard and coroner. A cor- and is that a state Arapah- position or is that a, a county or? It's Arapahoe County coroner. Okay. Arapahoe County coroner. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, and how do you say that name again? Burchard. Burchard. Uh, okay. He, yeah, Bouchard. Okay, well, that's that's uh, you know, if uh, if Casper is in favor of Bouchard, that's a that's about all I need. <laughs> I'm, I'm, so, I'm his campaign manager. So, <laughs> oh, well, that that's definitely all I need. So, uh, all right, <laughs> let's chalk that one up. Consider it done, Casper. Yes. Okay. <laughs> right on. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. Sometime uh, maybe set us up for a little hello. Because um, those positions yes, can end up being uh, rather important at certain times when you wouldn't think they'd be important, but they really can be, and there can be a lot going more, on behind the scenes in those in those areas. Yeah, now more than ever, because a coroner, you know, um, a lot of them have been rubber stamping whatever the unelected bureaucrats and the governor want, and we need a we need somebody in there that's going to uh, shine a light on some of these cases to make sure. You know, these people aren't dying from, uh, uh, you know, well, we need to find out why they're dying. You know, not just rubber stamp their, yeah, their let's, death Yeah, let's do the science and not the politics, and um, exactly. that makes sense to me. Well, tell you what, Casper, um, make sure you stay close with us. All the best to you, as ever, and let's, uh, let's bring James in. James, thanks for holding a minute, and glad you're here. Welcome aboard. Hey, well, the ultimate mole spy was uh, Pence and his chief of staff, and they uh, got in there and dumped uh, Michael Flynn right off. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pence and, is an absolute sleazebag, very, very duplicitous, and in the TPUSA straw poll, he's at 0.3% support. <laughs> he's he like, played it he's very like a zero. cool through the through his uh, tenure there, and, and then he was there to uh, uh, pull the rug out from underneath Trump. Yes, uh, everything essentially negative in the Trump White House in terms of personnel, at least a good percentage, it came right out of, uh, of Pence's office. Uh, and yes, his chief of staff was a very dirty player. There's all uh, Short, I think was his name, uh, Mark Short, and uh, go down the list of um, Pence turncoats, 
And by the way, Pence is busily trying to endorse uh, Corinne Rubson for governor in Arizona when Trump has endorsed Carrie Lake. Yeah, that was and, a real joke watching that one. <laughs> yeah, so so Trump goes down and has a rally for Blake Masters and Carrie Lake, and it's a massive, huge Trump rally event. And Blake Masters says, would "Make a very good VP." Well, yeah, but th- they've both opened up double-digit leads over their opponents, and. Blake Masters says that Trump's endorsement was rocket fuel to his campaign for the Senate in Arizona. And anyway, so Mike Pence endorses uh, Corinne Robson, and they had a rally, Pence and Robson, the same weekend that Trump had his rally. There's like a handful of people at the Pence rally. <laughs> it's like, yeah, <laughs> it was laughable. Our caller friend, Jim, he, you know, he's all uh, wants to have a, the, the third impeachment of Trump. He thinks this uh, indictment really is going to carry some weight. Nobody's listening to it. Every time they have a hearing, his, his, Trump's numbers go up bigger. I've noticed that, that uh, it, it just it backfires. The establishment, what they do, it backfires. But there are and some commentators that are so tied into the media bubble that they can't see through this stuff. And they actually care about what the New York Times thinks. Where and, is the capital uh, surveillance tapes? They're, you, they're just hiding all that. They, you know, and the emails, I bet you Cheney's emails are as dirty as, uh, as Pelosi's on that setup. Yeah. Um, you know, we talked about Ray Epps for a solid hour last week. If you missed that podcast, no, that's I where uh, I we, catch you every, every right Sunday. on. We, you, we, we you, got the full you, hour the weekend programming is the only programming I really listen to at KNUS anymore. Well, it's uh, all fake news. I'm sorry. Honored to have you here. And I, I'm afraid that, yeah, fake news is omnipresent in our culture. Boyles is a bully. I'm, I'm tired. I think he, he's twisting arms in your station and I think he's he's stifling free speech amongst the other hosts well uh and that uh, again uh, i don't know anything about like about that stuff don't yeah, but, don't call me yeah no no that's that, that's that's not my bag and I, I no that that that's just that's not the case but uh but i'll tell you what james um i'll just say uh great points you make and uh honored to have you uh in the backbone community sir we'll be right back after this there we go. A little song called White Lies bringing us back in. I believe that band's the Blood Oranges. And, yeah, we're just talking to everybody tonight. And, you know, I'm resisting the urge whenever anything about Biden comes out. I'm resisting the urge to say I told you so. I mean, I said all this stuff that's happening. I told you. I warned you, you know. And our audience here has also done the I told you so stuff. We mean that Biden Afghanistan disaster, the southern border essentially gone, inflation at a 40-year high, gas prices historic highs. The economy, they're going to try to say it's not in a recession, but uh, it's a recession. Look around you, of course, and look at the actual data. Uh, foreign policy, we've got a total joke here. And uh, Kamala Harris, uh, <laughs> man. Roger Kimball says Biden is the drooling, incoherent face of the Democratic Party, and the Democrats are going to try to just blame all the problems that this country has on Biden while they put somebody else in there. And guess what? It's no, 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 no. It's the powers that be around Biden that are doing all this stuff. And by the way, I thought Kamala Harris, a speechwriter, had resigned. That's what I thought. But then she's still saying stuff like this. And it's because of what you did then. So I'm here to ask you to do what you know how to do, because when you do what you do on all of these issues, the American people win. Okay, so it must be the same speechwriter, or maybe it's just Kamala. And here's another one from Kamala earlier today. 
to put it in law, there may be litigation, but we will be in a much better position than, um, than to not do that. And, you know, listen, women are getting pregnant every day in America, and this is a real issue. And we women are getting pregnant every day in America, and this is a real issue. Okay. So, uh, just the latest, uh, Kamala installments, and let's keep saying hello to everybody. And, uh, this is uh, Joe. Joe in Littleton. Welcome to the program, Joe. Um, I'll try to be somewhat quick because I know a lot of people waiting for you. But um, I think, number one, you really hit it out of the ballpark with excellent points about Trump tonight. Things like he had to have that learning curve, and he's got it now. That he's really strong and he'll stand up, and that's one of the reasons I'm pro, because I know exactly what I'm getting. And Good point. And yes, uh, the Axios articles, exposés about Trump's 2024 potential campaign plan about demolishing the deep state and firing tens of thousands right. of bureaucrats is what you're referencing. Just for anybody yes, who just tuned that. in. Yes. Wow. Well done. And it's really good. And also that, you know, we were fooled and are being fooled by these slick, t- slick talkers right now that are in there, Biden and Obama. I mean, that, quote, little fundamentally change America. Well, that's to change it to your benefit, not to the Americans. And, you know, we didn't elect a saint. But I'll tell you what, I think Trump did some saintly things. He stood up for abortions, not killing babies. He stood up for religious rights. And also, I do have a little concern like you did with DeSantis because of the money. Um, Trump has no ties to money. And, I mean, he's, he's his own man. Whereas DeSantis does have donors from the Republicans that you said. Exactly. And they're trying to get even more hooks in him right now as we speak. Yeah. But one more thing that I've never heard, but perhaps he would say it if he decided to run. I've never heard DeSantis say anything like, I'd go in there and clean up the swamp. That's concerning to me. Right. And I presume he would say that. And I, I, would, I would hope. I, I would presume assuming. DeSantis would have... Too would have that agenda. And I assume he's an America firster, and I assume he's a MAGA guy. I do, too. I think he's an honest guy. But it's He's 42. Concerning. He's 42 years old. And has he been hammered by right. the by the round-the-clock media propaganda machine? Has he been hammered by the deep state? Has he been hammered by the American political establishment for six years straight? Um, he's been hammered a little, but it's incredibly gentle what he has gone through compared to what Trump has gone through. And we don't know if DeSantis could really withstand it. How would he hold up under all that? It's, the signs are encouraging, but again, we don't know. We and it's don't very know. easy to snap people like twigs exactly. when it really comes down and to it. Your points were excellent tonight, and we need that. We need that more and more. So thank you for doing that. And also, Bannon, what a courageous man. I mean, my heavens. Amen. Amen. You know, bless that man and also Peter Navarro. Um, Amen. Th- these people, I even think Jim Jordan, uh, I'm trying to think, Matt Gates, um, uh, Lauren Bobart, uh, these people stand, Chip Roy, I love Chip Roy. These people are standing up. And you know what? I call every single one of them and tell them thank you. Good point. And yeah, you've, you've reeled off a list of good names, and it's sad how few names there actually really are that are really putting America first. And that's the, the crazy thing is that that's where the, that's where the voters are. That's where that's the Republican exactly voters right. are. And that's where the vast majority of Democrat voters would be if they could just see through the propaganda and understand what's really going on in this country, right? But the, so, so many are blindsided and 
I, I well, do Matt, believe I that. I pray every day for that. Open the eyes of all people to yep. see what they're doing. So, yep. you know, prayer is, is powerful. It, it is truly powerful. I've had so many answered in, in things that I would never expect to have been answered. Well, let's keep let's keep that up, and as as we work forward to our our sacred segment in the next hour, when we, we launch out a prayer every <laughs> All Sunday. Right. Bless you and bless okay. your family. Okay, hey, thank Bye. you so much, Joe. Uh-huh. You take care and please stay close to us if you would. And now let's keep on trucking. And Jack in Wyoming, Jack, glad you are here, sir. We've been talking a bit about Wyoming tonight, but what's on your mind? Yeah, I got about 10 things, but it's a tremendous credit to you and your show to have a caller like Joe. I mean, that was just fabulous. Amazing woman. Yes. Fabulous. And uh, I don't think that she would be calling the other radio shows. But anyway, uh, let me hit you real quick. The the primary in in Wyoming, you have to go to your district. You have to vote uh, for Hageman on the 16th. But if you have some reason in your schedule doesn't accommodate that, you can go to the courthouse in Cheyenne, and you can do an early vote. And that's the only way you can do it. So let's get that out to the people in Wyoming. Okay, good okay. point. If you can't vote right. on the primary August 16th in Wyoming to defeat Liz Cheney and fully support right. Harriet Hegeman, who's going to defeat Liz Cheney, you can go to the right. courthouse, vote early is what I'm gathering, um, and let's just make it happen. I mean, I want, I want 30, 40, 50-point right. margins here, indeed. Yeah. And we're not voting for Hageman. We're voting against Cheney. But let me get back on Cheney. You've been talking about Cheney, and you're talking about James Madison and the drafter of the Constitution, and Cheney claims that she has the the proper, the better argument in the Constitution, which, of course, she doesn't. But here's the point I want to make to you. Her mother, Lynn Cheney, wrote a book about two years ago, and you know I'm an avid reader, and I read it, and it not only was a very good book on on James uh, Madison. Madison. Yeah, I've got that book. Right. Uh, did you read it? Okay. Well, I'm not reading right now because I'm trying to get over this loss of my wife, and so I, I'm okay. not able to concentrate. Understood. Reading. But anyway, but how could she not take counsel from her mother, who understood and wrote the book on James Madison on the Constitution, and take the position she has? Obviously, she doesn't even talk to her mother, and obviously, she's of her own counsel, which is totally contrary to what her mother would tell her. So, I mean, to me, that's a total—that's that's the enigma— of the of the of the of the year how could liz cheney have a mother like lynn cheney who wrote that book on madison and be so damned ignorant well it's, I mean, it's very just, simple impossible jack it's very simple she takes after her yeah, dad she, she, <laughs> well her dad wasn't all she that takes after either. dick cheney dick cheney is who uh she yeah. inherited the political genes from who is dick cheney again no, one okay. of the worst i mean pure deep state kind no. of people pure power kind of people and it's most unfortunate you're, you're, your show tonight was fabulous, and you touched on so many points, and, the, and probably the most important one of all of them is there is absolutely nobody that the Republicans put up that they wouldn't take the same assault on them as they have with Donald Trump, and Donald Trump is the only one that can deflect it and survive it, and that's a fact. And, that you know, there's other talk show people, and in, in, actually it's, it's boiled down to where you and Corporate are the only two people on Denver Radio that are worth listening to, or there used to be at least a half a dozen people that were worth listening to but you and randy are the only two that make any sense well colorado it really is it's it's kind of a interesting culture in the conservative and republican world it's if there's something in my opinion that is unhealthy about it and out of step with with the mainstream republican voting base in terms of the commentariat but thank you jack all the best 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.